0: Hello and welcome to All Villa No Villa, a podcast all about Aston Villa, the world's greatest football team. We're back to catch up on all the latest at the mighty Villa. But first things first, as ever, Frankie, I'm going to check in. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I've just spent the last week uh, in France. Scouting?
1: I was scouting. I was scouting. We drove past a fair few football pitches. I stopped off and tried to find... Uh, any talents I could. But no, uh, I uh, was there for a good friend of mine, uh, Philippe Dickinson and his uh, now wife, Hannah Blazek. They uh, they got married. Uh, Hannah's from the US. Phil is from uh, a big Blackburn Robles fan from uh, Solihull. Uh, so yeah, it was a fantastic event, really great um, experience. And uh, you know, look, George, um, as you know, my life, I can't do anything without a little bit of farce in it. Um, so uh there was one okay we're playing some cricket i you do know on, on the day after the wedding we so of had a few wind down drinks and i uh basically haven't hit a cricket ball since maybe before the moon landings yeah. so imagine my shock as the ball was bowled to me we were standing playing it on this like gravelly like a uh, driveway imagine my shock as i connected uh with the ball and whacked it you know and i thought hey on am the new Brian Lara, my whole life flashed in front of my eyes. And as I went to run, my feet totally gave way. And I ended up doing like the biggest like military victory role you've ever seen. And then scrambling back to make this all-important run in front of many people I've never met before as so well. Just to add to the humiliation. And I, I landed on my thumb. I don't know if you can see the bruising on the screen there.
0: Oh okay. Yeah. 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 But uh
1: I I I slightly was like is it broken? Is it broken? Um, but I think, um, my days as a five-a-side goalkeeper are not over yet. I think I've just strained the ligaments. So, okay. um, so don't worry, I can still be signed up as Emmy Martinez's backup
0: goalkeeper for this season. <laughs> Well, it, well, I mean, you say that you know that that was obviously one incident which had a bit of fast to your your travels. But I, you yeah. know, you were telling me actually just before we started recording about another incident, oh, which goodness. was almost, uh, if not more, farcical. Um, Frankie, bearing in mind, you know, this is a this is a wedding. This is a wedding of your one of your very very close friends, yeah. and you want nothing to kind of get in the way of that. However, there was something else that 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 happened on the aeroplane. Unbelievable.
1: So basically. Got on the flight, and with my new suit, which, by the way, I'm wearing to your wedding, George. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that. I like it. It's a nice fit. And uh... You know what? It's
0: one of those ones. It's, this is one of those stories, if I just, before you go into it, where, like, yeah. I, I kind of wasn't that interested until you said that you, you you it involved the suit you were going to wear to my wedding. <laughs> yeah. and, then my, and then my ears, like, pricked up. I was like, wait a minute. What's yeah. going on? Yeah. Well, basically... Go- Put, put my suit over my
1: bag in the uh, baggage compartment on the plane. We landed in Toulouse. I was all excited. I was like, yeah, here I am. New city. Can't wait to see what it's like. Opened the baggage compartment. Put my hand on the suit, which, by the way, for some reason, has been moved down from the top of my bag. I don't know what who moved it. Put my hand on it, and I was like, why is it covered in liquid? What What's that? And like, so I moved my bag, my girlfriend's bag, out. I was, like, was something exploded? Well, I looked down the baggage and saw... A girl, kind of behind us, had left the half-empty orange juice carton in the side of her bag, and it had dripped down all like, like a waterfall of orange, like the Niagara Falls of bloody sunny delight, had dri- dripped all the way down the this baggage holder onto the onto the suit, suit container. I was like, like honestly, it was a five stages of grief: of shock, denial, anger depression, all of it. I had all of that in one, what, like a 10 minute spell. Like, my hands were just like covered in orange juice all the way back to the hotel, all the way through security, everything. Get back. And I was like, fortunately the orange did not get on the suit, George, which is good news. I but it did get onto my, uh, shoes. got onto my shirt. So my shirt had like a faint hit. We had a hit. Well, had a lot of orange on it. we managed to get a stain remover. Uh, thank <laughs> God I could translate that to French. And, um, got it all out of the the collar well
0: most of it out of the collar but like honestly what like how how can that happen <laughs> a car a, a cop and carton of juice? And this is what I was saying, Frankie, I was saying earlier, you know, if it's a bottle with a little screw tap on, you know, you keep the liquid contained, but bunging a like an open <laughs> carton of juice into a, you know, into a hold, which is like used by other people who are traveling with valuable items, for example, suits I've bought you for my wedding <laughs> take it to another wedding. Yeah. Then, you know, it's just, it's, it's unforgivable, Frankie. It's completely unforgivable. Oh, yeah. I don't think I get
1: that angry at stuff very often, no. but I genuinely don't believe I've been this apoplectic since Steven Gerrard's last performance. That's the Villa, that three 0 loss. <laughs> genuinely, I, I was. I had to get off and just get air. I was like, I can't. I can't believe what what is happening here. And then when I opened the suit and found like, oh, thank God, it hasn't got all over the suit, but just got on some of the collar. Yeah. My God, the relief was just through because I know I knew if it got on the suit, George. I, I
0: I was I feared what you'd do to me. Oh well, exactly. Yeah, I, I, it'd be hell to pay. I think, Frankie. To be honest. Well, mm. I mean, it sounds like you know there was a mixed bag of of, uh, of 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 things for you there, Frankie. You had the excitement and joy of the wedding, coupled fantastic with... fantastic event. The it really was. Yeah, coupled with the frustration of Juicegate. Um, but it's also <laughs> been you know a mixed bag of news for for Villa over the last week, hasn't it? Thirty yes. million pounds, Pau Torres. Uh, coming to the club not official yet but um, you know that is something that that's that's I think expected to happen in the next few days I think he's basically he's on his honeymoon speaking again of weddings he's got mm-hmm. married he's on his honeymoon so when he returns that will be made official but then on the flip side a couple of days ago um, or was it yesterday or a couple of days ago Jacob Ramsey picking up an injury on England under 21 uh, duty which was obviously very frustrating to see but let's focus on the positive first Frankie what do you make of the torres signing
1: yeah it, you know it's an interesting one isn't it um, he's a very high profile name the spanish international so i think the ability for aston to att- attract a player of that kind of name and uh, experience you know won the europa league with uh, villarreal and the Spanish international, um, I think, is a, a very positive sign of what Aston, of the type of player Aston Villa can attract to the club. Mm. Do I think central defence is where Aston Villa really needed to go
0: hard this summer? Probably not. Um, but, however, we did feel that way at left-back about Moreno, didn't we? So Yes.
1: Very good point, George. Yes. Um, so, uh, I think in my head it's like probably not because I think Tyra Mings and... Ezri Constra has been absolutely supreme since Emory came in, really. But you know, in the end, if Unai Emery has identified something in the defence that he thinks can improve, and I would imagine that's possibly something to do with progressive play. Paltaras's strength is playing it out from the back, I suppose, being cool under pressure on the ball, um, being a ball-playing defender. If there's some kind of tactical idea he has that he thinks Paltaras um, is best suited to bring in, uh, or to in, you know, to sort of introduce and get going, and to just improve us from playing from the back to the front. Then uh, you know you, you can't really question Unai Emery at this stage. I certainly think I'm more confident in Unai Emery's decision to sign a defender who is a left sided centre back than I am Stephen Gerrard a year ago signing Diego Carlos. Diego mm. Carlos, of course, we've not seen a lot of, and he is a talented defender. But in the end, I just kind of think. um Gerard signing him over Ming seems a bit of a, a. I don't think there's a. I just don't believe there's a plan with the guy, whereas with the Uno Emery, I just think he has an idea and a plan. Do I think there's weaknesses and deficiencies in Torres's game? Well, I'm interested to know how he'll adapt to the the um, Premier League, the you know the aerial side of the game. I think if you if let's say Ming's wasn't in the team, um, we lose a lot when Ming's isn't there. We never mm. seem to do well when Mings doesn't play. It's a constant problem. Um so I do I would be um I'd be somewhat concerned if Mings was not a regular starter next season. But that said, if we're looking to go very far in Europe next year, looking to go far in different trophies and cups, well then we need more competition. You look at our midfield and you think there's great depth there now. There's great competition there's probably might even be more players coming in. In defence now, that's really strong. That's really strong competition kind of all over the defence except that maybe right back. Um, So also, you never know. Maybe there's a tactical decision. Maybe we'll even see a three at the back. Maybe Mings or or Torres will play together as two left-footed centre-backs. I'm just very intrigued to see what Unai Emery has planned uh, for this. And I think that uh, I am optimistic. I think Unai Emery's deserved the right to be believed in about this. But I can't deny that I have some reticence as well um, about how Torres might deal with the Premier League. I th- I th- he's a great player, so he will deal with it. But I mean, as in, if he comes in at, at the expense of Mings, do we lose something uh, that we just don't seem to ever be able to replace whenever Mings isn't on the pitch? But that's, that, that's something I'm sure we'll see in the coming weeks or months.
0: Yeah, I mean, what what I think we can all agree on is um, the strength and depth at centre-back now is as strong as it's probably ever been at, at Aston Villa. Um, you know, you talk about perhaps uh, Torres lacking a bit of physicality when Mings isn't there. However, Diego Carlos is a very physical player. Yeah. So, you know, potentially what you might see, who knows, is that in in uh, in European or other domestic cup competition? You'll have a centre back partnership of Torres and Carlos, and kind of Premier League bread and butter stuff. It's Mings and Konza. um You know there'll be that kind of rotation taking place, perhaps. So, yeah, I think ultimately, you know, uh, we 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 obviously trust Emery. He worked with Torres at Villarreal, so he knows all about him. Um, and Torres has been a player who's been linked with some huge clubs really in the last sort of 18 months or so. Definitely the likes of, you know, and United and Liverpool. Um he's still, you know, very young, uh, got a lot of experience, international caps, as you say. So um so yeah, as I, as I mentioned earlier, a lot of fans were a bit dismiss, not dismissive, but curious as to why we signed Moreno when we did. And look how that signing transformed our side. Um yeah. So exactly. and, and 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 as and as you say, Frankie, there could well be some tactical changes. Either we go, we could, we could go three at the back. We could put Conser at right back. He's played there before, and play you know Torres and Mings in, in uh, as the two central defenders. So there's lots of there's lots of ways where now with his signing, there is that element, an air of sort of flexibility to our defence, which mm-hmm. um, which that that was something that we probably did lack a little bit. Um, so particularly with Carlos's injury last year. So um so yeah, I'm 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 really excited. I think it's a it, it is a bit of a marquee signing. And if that is I mean along with Tielemans as well, you know, another very good player. And I think with those two signings being the um the first ones we bring in through the door, I think we've got you know a really exciting um rest of the transfer window to look forward to. I think I think you we know, you know we can really be optimistic how it's all going to plan out.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um I'm yeah, I'm intrigued to see how the transfer window goes, you know, particularly with Montre just now now and um I just wonder if we're just going to see random, you know, one day we sat there and then, you know, David Ornstein for British Air Romano just out of nowhere. Aston is very close to the signing of XX player. Um, I'd like to see uh, certainly a couple more attackers come in. I think um, in that sort of the right wing role, it seems like a very obvious spot and uh, some competition for Buendia would, uh, what I'd like to see. Um, but, uh, Jacob Ramsey's potential injury of course also mm-hmm. might will need to it's not yet been disclosed how long he's going to be out for he's certainly out for the rest of the european under 21 european euros so which he's which he's played very well in by the way yeah up to so that point he's definitely out for that um so um it did, it looking at it it looked like he sort of got stamped on and grazed on the leg maybe um so that's a bit of a worry uh if if that turns out to be a long term injury that may impact as well where we decide
0: to target but george cameron archer as well yeah he's on fire scores goals he that's what he does that's that's what he does i'm very very interested to see where archer features again this season I'm, i mean i'm sure i'm sure uh, emery's been following how both he and Ramsey have been doing in the under 21s uh, competition of course england are in the final now so that's you know that's great for them and, and 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 archer has been a big part of that um as well as ramsey up to the up until the point of his injury um i know they um they linked up for one of the goals earlier in the in the tournament and um yeah pretty much every time archer's played he's he's scored i mean his record for the under 21s is phenomenal um so i do wonder i wonder where he might feature for villa this season um i saw um on Instagram, John Duran was flying to Barcelona, and he put a sort of a signing emoji. And a few Villa fans were sort of thinking, "Oh, does that mean he's gone to Girona or Espanol or Barca um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, on loan?" Uh, but it seems that that it's, it's just he was in he was in back home in Colombia, and 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 you can't get a direct flight back to England. I think you have to get to Barcelona first, then come back because obviously they'll be back in training very soon all the all the Villa players so mm. um so uh yeah so you think Duran will will stick around I mean that could change but 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 it can mean that he'll he'll stay so then if he stays where does Archer feature does he go back out on loan no it's, 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 I mean I mean I really hope he does I think I think if you ask most Villa fans they would probably say the same thing um you know as I said he's had a he's had a great tournament uh with England and a really good loan spell with uh, with Middlesbrough so um yeah I'd really like to see him tested and and obviously up front we're not we're not the strongest obviously we've got rid of Ing so Watkins needs competition and maybe that's an area where maybe we don't have to spend that much money because you know arch is available and and in form.
1: Yeah true and George also I can see on the wall behind you that there is a there is a blank space there is a black. Are you are you planning on painting a mural of an Asta Villa player on there?
0: Yes. Oh, how did you, oh, that, I should have really hidden that actually. Yeah, that yeah. was well. It was going to be a mural of us. I was going to say, uh. is us and then all Villa, no Villa. Yeah, something like that. But I mean, me, I could you
1: mean you with like angel wings floating into the heavens or something <laughs> like that?
0: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, you know, you know, I, I've yet to really kind of think about how I'm going to fill that space, but. It could be, you know, if Cameron Archer scores 20 goals this season, it could well be him.
1: All Villa, no filler on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook and Instagram.
0: Welcome back, everybody. Now it is time for this.
1: I could be about to be uninvited to George's wedding because of this, the spicy question. And today, George, I ask you, Pick me your starting eleven for the Newcastle game on the opening day of the season with the squad we currently have, and tell me where you'd still like to see reinforcements
0: before that day hits us. I mean, you could have been uninvited if you told me you got orange juice all over the suit I bought you. Um. <laughs> I didn't.
1: The person sat behind me did. Here to party here.
0: Oh, funny. This this girl was it Jess. Yeah, <laughs> just my girlfriend. No, it was not. Well, <laughs> um, well, well, well. Are we? Are we? Are we counting? Um, are we counting? Paul Torres in uh, the squad. We currently. Oh, we are. are. Yes, yes, indeed, should we can are. We, yeah. Can we? Can yeah. we count it? Yeah. Okay. Well, I t- tell you. What, how do you want to play this then? Do you want? Um, do you want? Should we go? Because obviously, I'll. I'll ask you as well. How you? Yeah, sure. Starting eleven. Do you want to do it player by player, or shall I pick my squad first and then you pick your squad? You pick yours first. Then, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, well, okay. So in, in, in goal, uh, yeah, that's a no brainer. Um, Robin Martins. Olsen. Oh, <laughs> <Emmy Martins. laughs> No. Um, yeah. Got to be Emmy. I know there have inevitably, there were these sort of links with him joining other big clubs, um, but they seem to have sort of gone away now, which has been nice. Um, and you know hopefully he's he'll be back and, and fully focused for a new campaign obviously he's one of our one of our best players um and um and we're very we're very sort of lucky to to have him and yeah i can't i can't see there being any difference to to who's in goal at the start of this season compared to who was in goal at the end of the last one so um yeah it's got to be martinez in goal uh to there. um so this is where it gets a little bit interesting for me because I don't think, I don't think Emery rates Matty Cash that highly. Um, just to kind of a, a few things where, you know, he hasn't, he wasn't selected over Ashley Young um, and Ashley Young, you know, came in and did a really good job and very unfortunate not to be offered a new contract. Um, so we're very light in that area. I'm, I'm assuming we will, sign, um, we will sign a, a, a replacement before August. Uh, but as you said, it's it's the squad as it is now. And if for whatever reason, we didn't sign a replacement right back, I wonder, you know, whether he, and given the Torres signing, which we mentioned, I wonder whether he might play Esri Konsa at right back. Um, we've seen it with McGinn, where McGinn is a central midfielder that he played... At right midfield. He's done that before at Villarreal where he's been playing, you know, centre-backs as full-backs. So it's a it's a system that he's sort of familiar with, Emery. And Konza has played right-back for us before. And I think as well, it might give us that extra element of physicality um, in defence. I mean, there's, you know, a few times we've played centre-backs at right-back. You know, you think back to Olof Melberg, Carlos Cuellar, you know um players like that have been shifted to fullback and and done pretty well for us to be fair so um so i think ezri konsa will be right back yeah. uh next to him i think will be uh tyron ming's mm-hmm. next to him will be uh paul torres and then left back again if we're looking at um uh things at the moment obviously Moreno is injured and has quite a serious injury by the looks of things, which he picked up towards the end of last season. I wonder, you know, he'll he'll have a job getting up and ready and fit for the start of next season, particularly for the first game. So I think uh, he'll play Luca Dean, who is a, who is a um, you know, more than acceptable uh, replacement. In fact, I, I, I wonder with Dina whether he would kind of like accept that role long term. Um, that could be an area that we look at in terms of you know, one of the surprise departures over the summer, perhaps Luka Dean might move on, but as things stand, uh, and given Moraine's injury, I think you would be the left back. So that's my defence. I think maybe, maybe you pick your defence as you see it. Okay, and see how it compares. Uh,
1: so, as I say, Robin Olsen in goal. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Martinez on the bench. Um, no, obviously, Emmy Martinez, of course, world's best goalkeeper. Um, and then uh, in defence. Well, I think that Emery has a a plan with Paul Torres. I think he has an idea of what he wants, and I think he will likely start first day of the season. Though, so, of course, Newcastle's uh, quite physical approach to the game, yeah, and tall defenders I would, or and t- or sorry, set pieces, tall players. I don't think it would be ideal to not have Mings play playing that game. So again, I'd have. I mean, I, I've seen Mings and concert play together, so I would go Mings, at this moment in time, Mings, concert Cash, and Dean at left back because of Moreno's potentially quite long-term injury. Um, but as it stands, I sort of think, well, Emery clearly has something in mind for Pao Torres. So I'm going to go Paul Torres, Tyron Mings. I'm going to go Matty Cash at right back, and I'm going to go, uh, uh, yeah, Luca Dean at left back just, just
0: because of Moreno's injury. Yeah, fine. Okay, so if we look at the midfield, well, it's difficult, isn't it? Because um, with the midfield, you'd like to think it kind of picks itself, really, given how well they all played at the end of last season. But I don't know the extent of Jacob's Ram- Jacob Ramsey's injury, um, mm. because again, as things stand, we don't know how serious it is. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna err on the side of optimism and say that it's not as serious as we all fear it could be. Hmm. And he should be okay by August, which yes. is, you know, over, you know, it's a month away. So I think, you know, Douglas Louise plays, um, John McGinn plays and Jacob Ramsey plays for me. Okay. There's kind of three in midfield. Yeah. I think that's, uh, we'll Actually, no. Okay, what am I talking about? God, <laughs> this is hard. this is actually quite this is actually quite hard because um, I completely forgot about Bubakar Kamara. Um, who I kind of feel kind of has to play, doesn't he? Unfortunate not to win his first France cap, having <laughs> cancelled his honeymoon to make the French squad and didn't thought, get any minutes on the pitch whatsoever. I think he's played before think has he I let's have a look
1: so, uh,
0: he has sorry he has three caps yeah
1: Yeah, but
0: um but yeah still to to um to not get a minute to, it, to not get a minute on the pitch after cancelling his honeymoon <laughs> it's a bit harsh <laughs> but um but yeah okay I think in which case it would be Kamara uh Louise and McGinn yeah, those would be my three in midfield.
1: Three. Well, I've gone four. Uh, the, the, the sort of box four sort of thing. Uh, I'll go uh, Kamara, Louise, uh, Tielemans on the bench. Yeah. Great bench. It's a really good bench option, isn't yeah, it? Definitely. Free, free signing, loads and loads of experience. I just think it's a really solid guy to come off the bench and slip into wherever Douglas Louise is playing. And, they can, you know, some games Tielemans can start. But uh, but yeah, um, so Louis and Kamara, and then uh, Jacob Ramsey, hoping that there's not a serious injury there, and uh, Super John McGinn. Um, he bullied Dan Byrne, didn't he, uh, uh, a few months ago? He did, um, yeah, he did, he did. And it'd be fun to see that happen again. Um, so there's uh, there's my
0: four. So so yeah, so you've got four. Where where are they? Where are they positioned for you? McGinn on the right. Yeah. Uh Kamara CDM, Louise
1: just ahead as the playmaker yeah. role and then Ramsey sort of as the inside left midfielder.
0: Yeah, so I would I would have Kamara as the DCM and then Louise uh, yeah, Louise is kind of the central midfielder kind of box to box and then I'd have McGinn in a More more attacking midfield role. Yeah, so sort of number that number sort of 10 so yeah, so that would be my midfield three. That's your midfield four. So then my front three mm-hmm. would be sort of Ramsey on the left. Okay. Watkins up front. Mm-hmm. And I would go at this stage, Leon Bailey on the right.
1: Yeah, uh can't really disagree with that. My yeah. Um I'd probably go Wendy and Watkins just but I now this is where we get into the the stage of like where the Villa to improve? And I yeah 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 it is. Uh, then we need to get alternatives in the attacking areas. We just do. Um, I really rate Guendia, and on his day, Leon Bailey has had days where he's been unplayable, and he's had days where he's been absolutely um, hopeless. To be quite frank, Guendia. Um, and I've said this a million times and I'll say it again. His ambition has to be to play for the Argentina national team. The attackers for Argentina are consistent. Every single day they produce magic. And if he wants to be in the Argentina uh, team, he's got to be more consistent. Um, and there are a lot of games where he is not, he doesn't impact it to the to as consistently as his talent would enable him to do. Yeah. So I think that it would actually be a good thing for him to have competition in that attacking zone. Uh, a player—it's very hard to find those players, you know, because if if you're that level of quality in attacking area, the you know the, the Champions League clubs tend to go for you, don't they? Um, Is Pedro and a at uh, Sporting a player who've been linked with quite a bit? Is he a potential sign in, in that sort of? Mm-hmm. Role, uh, could be I, I, you know, I'll be interested. Crazy
0: maybe at Viraal. There's been another player link.
1: Yes, um, yep uh, and again, same thing with Bailey needs competition. Um, so I would, uh, be intrigued to see if Monchi brings in somebody that you know, we've been linked with a lot of names, but at the same time, Monchi does have a bit of a track record of bringing in sort of players out of nowhere, or uh, you know, who's to say we won't just suddenly randomly have a player from I don't know, Independiente in Argentina or Estudiantes or Boca Juniors or you know, that's a market that Monchi's been in before. Actually yeah. uh, been very successful, you know, signed a Montiel, I think, from River Plate a couple of seasons ago for Sevilla. So, you know, uh I, I, I that wouldn't have shocked me if we and again, some of those players might not be, you know, Europe Premier League clubs that might say, you pay us 50 million for this guy. And maybe in South America, it might be 15 million. Uh, yeah. But um, so I, I wouldn't be totally shocked if something like that did happen. But uh, I th- yeah, I think for the way the squad is right this instant, I think the only major change really to last season is the introduction of Pau Torres. Um, though uh, I, I imagine we're going to be very productive in the next month. Uh, and I, yeah. I wouldn't be—I wouldn't even be surprised if Guedouzi, someone like that, turned up as well and added even more of a competition into the midfield. And also, Dendonka might be going, George. What That's do you think true. about that?
0: Um, I would, I'd be a bit—I would be. Yeah, it's, it's one of the. I mean, he's a useful—he's a useful player. You know, he came—he came in um, and has played more under Emery than he than he had done uh, towards the tail end of the season, particularly with Kamara's injury. And he's he's solid. He's he's you know he's a he's a he's a solid squad player. It's one of those ones where you know if we can, if there's a market for him, if clubs are interested, and we can get we can generate income for him, then and we can and we can replace him with someone who is frankly a better, a better alternative, either a better squad player or a better, a starter, someone who can legitimately challenge Camargo or leg, legitimately challenge, uh, Luis or McGinn or whoever, then. Um, then you've got to kind of look at it because it's it's one of those ones where you you know you, you look at the top top clubs and they've got fantastic players in every single position sort of duplicated haven't they so you know Dendonka's is one of those players that he's a he's he's a permanent bench player unless we have injuries and then he's drafted in yeah. whereas you don't want to be in a position where you have to rely on that you want to be in a position where okay he's injured but it doesn't matter because we've got this guy coming in. Mm. Um, Whereas, you know, obviously if Kamara got injured and did came in, I think there would be a lot of us thinking that there's a bit of a weak link there. So it would be unfortunate. He hasn't really done much wrong, but, you know, I don't think he's particularly sort of demonstrated that he's a, you know, a Europa League player or, or, or whatever for us. Um, but we'll see. i c I, I I'm sort of I take it either way. If he if he stays fine, if he goes, that's okay. I can I can live with that.
1: Yeah, I think that's that's the way to say, isn't it? It's okay if he stays and it's okay if he goes. Um but I think if he goes, gotta replace him because you, we don't really have a huge amount of um, you know, players who can play in that CDM role outside of him and Kamara, really. Um so uh, I would assume if he was sold there would be there's ideas to have a replacement in. Um and uh could you know uh you know thinking of the Newcastle game, the 3 0 battering we gave to them, uh he was excellent in yeah. that game. So he has had some really good games for Villa. Uh he, and I think in Europe this season, I think he'd be a pretty solid option. But again, and I you know, I'd personally be focusing more on the attacking areas. I still think that's where we need to really um try and up the ante a bit. Um, but uh you know it, it, so yeah I, i'm not um I don't know, I, I'm not like mad keen to see him go but uh if there was a replacement in mind and he went for decent money then all right fair enough i guess
0: okay thank you everybody for listening i've been your host george linsky frankie i will catch you later Catching a bit, George. Up the villa. Up the villa. And it is goodbye from me to All uh, Villa, No Villa. We'll be back again very soon. But until then, come on, Super Aston Villa.